Hi, my name is Roger Jackson, host of the Arise Podcast. Today I sit down with Jacob Prallo, pastor of Connections and Church Planning here at Rooftop Church. Today we are discussing the COVID-19 pandemic and how it is changing everyday life. Welcome back to the Arise Podcast. Jacob, how you doing, my man? I'm uh, not sick yet, yeah. so that's, doing great. That's good. Uh, I believe I'm not sick yet either. That's, Obviously, that's a good caveat. I don't think I'm yeah, sick that, with... That's the problem. Uh, I'm so, not down with the sickness, yeah. as disturbed would say. So, obviously, you know, in our world right now, you know, obviously what we're, what we're hearing about and talking about amongst our friends and family, obviously at a good social distancing length, right. is uh, COVID-19 and how it, it's really affecting you know, our world, our, uh, our lives, um, obviously for a lot of people, I mean, it's something that we haven't even, I mean, we don't even have any kind of experience with anything like this. I'm, I've never seen anything quite like this. So we're just kind of, just kind of talk and just, you know, kind of be real and just talk about how it's affecting us and, and, and our family and our lives and just kind of, you know, how we can, you know, get through this tough time, especially when not knowing how long it's going to last or, you know, how many more numbers are going to, you know, keep piling up, you know, every day it's 20 more here, 25 more here. And it's just, it's just insanity at this point. Yeah. And I think that's the first thing that I have, the first major difference that I have seen and felt and experienced it's just been the uncertainty of the future that's come up. Right. Uh, this week, just a couple days ago, as we're recording this, the Olympics got postponed. Right. Uh, the Olympics were scheduled to happen in July. Yeah. Right. It's it's still March as we're recording this. Um, yeah. It's it's one thing to cancel things in my mind at least. It's one thing to cancel things that are happening kind of right now or shortly in the future. Right. MLB is suspended opening day. Right. That's a little off in the future, but like. The Olympics are months away still. Uh, That injects a lot of uncertainty into the world. There's the day-to-day uncertainty of what new restriction are we going to face here in St. Louis County, but kind of the long-term uncertainty that geopolitical leaders are are bringing up, you know, that's, that's something that I have felt a lot of and just in my conversations with other people. Yeah. That's that's been really palpable. Yeah, it's crazy because going back to that, you know, like you said, I mean, that's in July, and uh, so my wife's pregnant with our second, mm-hmm. our little girl, and she's due in July. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy, like like you said, like like that uncertainty. It's like, wow, if they're worried about July, like should I be worried about July? Exactly. Like, you know, this as silly as it is, and, and you know, I I usually stay pretty even even keel and you know stuff like that, but. I just always have scenarios in my head. I'm thinking like, well, what, like, what if I get this in July and then like I'm quarantined and I don't even see my daughter being right. born or like, you know, like it's just, it's just bringing up so many different thoughts and what if and could be. And it's just, it's just crazy. Like you said, the, the uncertainty part is, is so insane. I remember, you know, a few weeks ago when all the sports started going off, it was like basketball suspended, NHL suspended. I'm like, Hold on, I've never seen, I mean, all the, you know, 
sickness or diseases that I'm like I've never seen it make whole sporting things just like right. I'm like what is going on? It was it just started off. I mean, it started off crazy and it's just been full steam ahead. I feel yeah. It's I mean this is this is truly unprecedented and this is I think one of the things. I, I always try, as the historian in me, always tries to be cognizant of, hey, what moment are we in right here, right? Like, how how are we going to look back on this? How are history books going to talk about this? And COVID-19 is by no means the first infectious disease to run rampant throughout the world. But for whatever reason, this is the first time in over 100 years since the Spanish flu that followed World War One that the modern world has faced this sort of a global pandemic uh of of this seriousness right and so it's it's crazy right it, you're exactly right roger i mean the nba shutting down right now i i blame rudy gobert for that one a little a little bit but um and maybe donovan mitchell a tiny tiny bit but uh too good at passing things yes. or so i don't know there's there's a there's an assist joke in there somewhere but like that's unprecedented for a major sports league to shut down, let alone all of the major sports yeah. leagues, let alone all of the major sports leagues pretty much in the same week, yeah. right? All around the world. All around the world, right? Not just in the United States, but I mean, you know, La Liga and everything else. Yeah. All everybody's like, hey, nope, we're not doing this. And uh it I think it speaks to kind of our globalized context a little bit. Yeah. I think it speaks to uh, people's willingness to prognosticate and look to the future. I think there's probably a little bit of a um, maybe a social justice aspect here, right? We are aware of what disease does to people. We are as aware of uh, the underprivileged and unhealthy and in people in alternative life situations as we have ever been in the history of the world. And so there is this care and concern for people who might be, uh, you know, less prepared to handle things that um, I would say, you know, even 10 years ago as a, as a, as a culture, we would, we would not be uh, prepared to handle with, uh, to prepared to deal with. Yeah. But, you know, there's all of this, uh, again, back, just back to uncertainty. There's uncertainty about what this is, about how long it's going to last, about what it's going to do, about the impact that it's going to have on our culture and our world. Uh, and just a lot of people out there talking, thinking, trying to figure out what this is going to do to the church yeah. as well. Um, you know, back to uh, a little more lightheartedness. Um, one good thing, though, you know, XFL guy. Got canceled. Yes, yes. But, I mean, the Battlehawks quarterback got signed by the Chiefs. This is true. So, you know, I mean, I guess there's a few, you know, upsides. It's, to, not, it's not all bad, <laughs> right? So, you know, that, that's nice. Uh, but, yeah, and then, and then, like you said, just thinking about everything because, you know, you know, when it first happens or, you know, presumably when something like this happens, you know, you're worried about the sickness and the disease and, you know, you're worried about – you know, frontline people and uh, healthcare and firefighters, police and stuff like that. And then, then you start thinking about now that we're in this quarantine state and it's like, man, this is affecting people at home. I actually, I mean, now, of course, you know, the news, I, sometimes they're a little 
they might be a little too, you know, they want the story or whatever. But, right. you know, I was hearing about, uh, they were saying, like, divorce attorneys are expecting their phones to be ringing like crazy once, once this is all over. Fascinating. People, people you know, marriages ending over finances or right. just, you know, uh, an array of different things. And it's like, oh, that, you start thinking about that, like, man, even that, like, just staying at home, like, you know, can affect your different. Oh, you yeah. Know, you hear about, you know, people becoming more depressed when they're at home and they're not, especially when it's, of course, gloomy like it is here in St. Louis. Right. It's raining every day. <laughs> as soon as this happens, there's no sun. It's like, man, it's just, <laughs> it's just so many different layers to how this is actually affecting humans. Yeah. There's so much complexity here and there's, there's so much prognosticating and just, we don't know, right? We can guess, we can make educated guesses about various things, but uh, there just, there really is uh, no way to tell what's going to happen next except to, to go through it and and live it. And uh, that's one of the things that we've been thinking about here at Rooftop with regards to Rooftop, but also with regards to Arise, yeah. the church we're planting, right? There's when you introduce mass uncertainty into the future of a church, you know you have to you have to think about things and you have to make decisions and and, and go down certain paths in certain ways too. So that's been that's been at least a lot of a lot of my week mm-hmm. uh, or a lot of my time the past couple of weeks. But yeah. Roger, what has life looked like for you and your your job and your family these these past couple of weeks? So uh, it's been. Like you said, a lot of decisions, a lot of, uh, you know, you kind of just have to roll with the punches and kind of figure it out. Um, so currently, I am still uh, working. Um, a lot of the, uh, so I work for a uh, corporate dining company. And um, so we work at the Centene building um, and they do uh, insurance claims. So they're still working. A, a lot of them are working from home, uh, and they're, apparently they're, uh, not really meant to work from home, Hmm. so they had to get them resources, so it was kind of like this snowball, just kind of less and less and less people as they were getting them the resources they needed to work from home, and so, you know, I had to, uh, you know, the things that have been hard and challenging for me is, uh, like you said, the uncertainty, and then, you know, having to, um, let people know that they, you know, we won't need them at work. And so, you know, uh, we, we have a pretty small crew, so, you know, it's just the five of us, but I've had to let, you know, three of them as of now, um, you know, they, they can't work right now. They have to use their, their vacation or or whatever that is. So that's been really hard to deal with. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, it's the, you know, it started off as a week and then, then I had to call them this week. Oh, sorry. It's, you know, it's one more week. And it's like, you know, this can go on for two, three more weeks. And it's like, you know, I had to keep telling these people, you know, calling these people and letting them know this. So, you know, that's been stressful. I, I, I've been, you know, blessed to be at work and to be able to continue to work, but it, it has been some stress level with that. Um, at home, fortunately for my wife, she works, uh, she actually works at rooftop. Currently she will be working at Arise. She will be the, the worship pastor at Arise, but she's, you know, been able to be a little bit more flexible and, and do some work from home. But again, to that point, you know, that's been hard for her because she's uh, an extrovert. She loves people. She loves interaction like I mean she just really does and so you know that's been a challenge for her extreme challenge for her and 
you know, and then even with, so even with our son, I mean, so he hasn't been going to, you know, grandma's house. Like he's like, yeah, to him, he's like, what's going on? Like why? Right. I mean, he's, he's two and a half, but you know, so he, you can't really explain anything to him, but like, he's still like, you know, like, why am I not seeing grandma every day? Or right. Jacob, why am I not seeing Bree Bree? And exactly. Like Jacob exactly. And, and Haley, like, he's like, this is weird. Like what's going on? So again, it's just so many layers and it just affects every little thing that you're not thinking about or that you weren't thinking about and so it's just been man like you said it's been adjustments and just kind of on the fly make decisions and yeah pray for the best yeah that i i want to talk a little bit about uh kind of some of the decision trees and and things we've had to wrestle with here at rooftop as as we face this but before we get to that i am just very uh maybe not worried but very interested in how this is going to affect our kids. Uh, it's it's one thing, right, to have an elementary or, or older uh, aged kid who you can kind of explain, hey, this is what's going on and these sorts of things. But I, I often wonder about Bentley and Bree, uh, Roger's son, my daughter, uh, Judah, my uh, almost eight-month-old. He's, he's too young to really uh, have any sense of what's going on here. But, you know, the kids who are three, two, three, four... Uh, who you can't really explain to, I wonder how this is going to impact them. Yeah. Right? Like, they're old enough to, like, begin to have long-term memories. Are they going to remember this? Right? Are they going to remember that that weird eight-week period when they were younger where they just kind of stayed at home and yeah. saw their friends on Skype or yeah. FaceTime. Like, is, is this going to make a difference? Is, is this going to impact them in any way? Because yeah, even the, the interaction that Bentley and Bree had last time we talked, like it was almost still like, like there was that disconnect, like, cause they weren't used to that. Like, you know, it right. was like, so we, we had a zoom call yeah. where we were video conferencing and, they were like, hey, look, my friend. Yeah, and it was really cute, but also. Yeah, it's just, yeah, like you said, it's just, will they remember that? Will they, like, hey, I remember when, like, I had to hang out with Bree in a really different way instead of yeah. what I normally do. And, and, you know, how does this affect people moving forward? I mean, I am, I was just talking to a, a friend today, right, is, is the fact that we're doing so much online now at, in church world. How is that going to affect church world after this, yeah. right? On the one hand, it seems like it's probably going to set us up better for future problems, right? But on the other hand, I mean, are we going to see decreased attendance? Are buildings going to become less important? Is, yeah. uh, is church world going to kind of follow some business world and, and become more remote and online? And, and is what, that necessarily what, bad or, you know, is that... Uh, going and, into the cold, like right. You know, is that advancing? Or? How does that impact community yeah, and yeah. and service and corporate worship and all those sorts of things? So, I mean, there's uh, on the one hand, I'm really excited because new world, new opportunities. You know, our job as as followers of Jesus is to bring the good news of Jesus into this world and to uh, share with people the. The hope of eternity that no matter how bad things seem to get in this world, that Jesus will never leave us or forsake us, that uh, we can have peace, that we can uh, con- continue to have hope for our future, even when things seem hopeless and dark. You know, there's good news. The good news of Jesus is still good news amidst uh, all of this. Uh, and 
we need to bring that good news of Jesus into whatever our world looks like in a week or a month or a year. Uh, but on the other hand, it's it's, it's interesting to me, and I'm, I'm just very interested to see kind of kind of what what comes next. Yeah, and and speaking to that, I mean, you know, I feel like we again you're kind of wondering how it's gonna be long term, but I I love that we have that the unique opportunity to to figure this out and figure out how to have church and figure out how to have community yeah. when literally you're not even supposed to be around people. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of wondering how, how you guys at Rooftop have figured that out. Cause you know, as things are starting to ramp up, you know, you know, you guys are doing a lot of things, especially this current week right now. And, you know, it's been really great to see that. It's been really great to see how you guys have been really pushing it and really kind of, in a weird way, embracing what's going on right now. Yeah. So for many years, Rooftop has been the church that does not close. We uh, don't close for bad weather. There's a famous picture around. It's, it's Pastor Matt, our founding pastor, with like eight other people up on stage because that is everyone who showed up for a Sunday service yeah. when there was a snowstorm the night before because we don't close. Uh, and so last Sunday was really bizarre because it's the first time in 20 years that Rooftop has not met as a corporate body in person on a Sunday morning for a worship service. And uh, so that was, on one hand, that's, that's weird, right? Yeah. That's, that's really weird. One of, part of who we are is we don't close. We're here. We're, we're available. And, and uh, I think there's, there's a deep theological commitment there that you know, the gates of hell uh, won't prevail against the church or close the church. Why should anything else, right? Uh, and, and I think that's that's our commitment. That continues to be our commitment. Uh, we actually had someone who did show up here on Sunday, a couple people who showed up to come to church. And uh, we, we, you know, had a space in the worship center for them uh, to, to be a part of what was going on. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're still committed to that. But it's it's been interesting trying to think through what, what this looks like and kind of the decision that we came down to was, hey, we want we are we're called to be shepherds. We want to shepherd people. We want to keep our flock safe and healthy. Uh, there is no substitute for meeting together in person. Uh, is as helpful and as useful as technology is, face to face interactions are still the best way to connect with and show love to people. There's all sorts of data out there on this from the past several years. Face-to-face is still best. Uh, That hasn't changed just because of the coronavirus. They need people. They need to connect. And so we've said, hey, let's let's do some things, right? Let's do some real practical things. Let's do some real fun things. Uh, We've got more fun things coming, so I won't won't spoil those things. But, you know, we've done uh, like a surprise Chick-fil-A drop-off of food to people. By the way, sorry, I was... I mean, I know I was working, but when I was watching the video, I was still a little upset that I had to get any Chick-fil-A, but I understand, but just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, that that's that's one of those that's, things. That's your only problem with I, that's, yeah, that's the problem is, like, why didn't you get me Chick-fil-A? And that's, I have so many people, and that's fair, and that's fine, and maybe maybe I'll add you to a list for the future for future weeks. Uh, and and you know, I, I, will, I will not tell these people this, but there were four or five houses I went to hoping and expecting people to be there, and they were not there. So some people missed out on Chick-fil-A, and I was at their house. So anyways, 
so we did that. We've done, uh, we've you know moved as many small groups as possible to video conferencing. We're using yeah. Zoom a lot mm-hmm. just to facilitate uh, some of that. Had a great Wednesday night small group with my group. We had almost 30 people who were together and, um, you know, we're able to continue our, you know, studying and learning and growing together. Uh, we're doing a lot of Facebook Live things. Uh, we've got a lunch with the pastors. We've got a worship night uh, that we're going to be doing for the foreseeable future. And it, it, people are online, right? People are on social media. This is the way, this is the best thing about social media is that we can be social together in times like this. Yeah, and honestly, you know, just real quick, um, you know, I knew, I saw the, you know, the rooftop TV thing and, and I saw the stuff on there, you know, glanced at it, looked at it. But yesterday, you we did the worship, mm-hmm. the worship night and completely forgot about it. Like, you know, like just wasn't thinking about it. But like you said, you're always on social. Yep. So I was literally just on Facebook. I was like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. And then I sat down and, you know, like. Exactly. It's like, hell oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But like you said, you're always on it and it's so available that even when you don't know if you're, you're going to see it. So yep. it, it's like you said, it. It's just right there for everyone. Yeah. Especially at this, you know, when you're indoors all day. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, again, we're, we we recognize that being on social, being on YouTube, being streamed is not the same thing as being in, in person. And uh, yet at the same time, we think we can leverage the technology that we've been gifted with to, to do what we can to continue to help people grow, to become disciples and to worship God and to learn and to be encouraged in this time. Uh, for those of you who are listening, who are who are part of the <clears throat> kind of uh, the, the conversations the Christendom are having at large, you know there's this ongoing conversation about should churches close at all, should they not? Uh, those those sorts of things. And <clears throat> I, I want to front load my comments by saying this is a, a you know an ongoing, developing, complex issue that connects to you know, religious freedom in the United States and kind of the, the larger mandate of the church at, at large and our global mission to, to make disciples of all nations. And so this is not an attempt at a, <clears throat> at a fully reasoned or fully articulated answer. Um, but, you know, we think that for the time being, as things develop, the thing that where we can love God and continue to be loving our neighbors and, and showing love to other people is to encourage people to watch online um, while still doing in person what needs to be done in person as so long as it's being done safely. For sure. Uh, you know, we, we had a wedding here at Rooftop last week. We've got baptisms coming up, right? Uh, the work of the church is not stopping just because we're not gathering together as one corporate body on a Sunday morning. Uh, we're, you know, there's still work that we're doing. There's still service to our community that we are participating in. We're still helping the poor and the orphaned and the widowless. The, the word of God is still being proclaimed. We are still gathering together in worship. It's different. It's yeah. a different, we're doing it in different ways. Um, but we're still doing what we can to be the big Z church in this time. And, and that's the thing uh, that I, I think is is going to sustain the people of the church, uh, <clears throat> perhaps in the weeks to come, in a, in a way that is more healthy and more encouraging to them than just continuing to be all ahead full the way things have always been. Yeah. So, 
just curious. So, do you think this? Uh, so again, arise the church plant that we're doing. Yep, we are scheduled to uh, open September thirteenth of this year. So, do you think there's going to be any kind of change that's going to happen or are going to happen? Have you even? I mean, I know you've thought about it, but have you discussed it, or you know, is it pretty much just? going as planned or I mean you know what's kind of going on with that situation in lieu of this this uh, COVID-19 yeah great question so we're obviously monitoring the situation right <clears throat> talking to, to people that we know who are in public health and uh, people who are uh, in corporate at the venue that we're going to be meeting at and, and all those sorts of things right we're we're keeping an eye on the situation at this point the plan is to continue to launch September 13th of uh, 2020 in the Fenton area. Uh, we know that uh, if things continue to trend poorly, uh, that, that changes will need to be made, right? Uh, but we also recognize that uh, we don't need to make that decision right now. Uh, so right now, this is a this is the thing God has called us to do. This is the timeline that we are on. We are pursuing that timeline and remaining obedient to that calling. Uh, if the situation continues to change, we're, we're on top of it, and we'll communicate all those sorts of changes as they go. But for right now, uh, September looks very attainable. Um, it, what we're doing in the interim looks very different, Yeah. right? Uh, we meet as a launch team every other week. Well, can't meet as a launch team in person every other week. Uh, so again, we're leveraging technology there to try and make the most of every opportunity and, and do what we can to continue to gather as a community and learn and grow and be equipped as we move forward. Uh, but we, you know, we, we think at, at this point, uh, there's, <clears throat> there's no reason to stray from the path that we are on. Uh, the, again, the, the historian in me <clears throat> looks at the history of the church and says, uh, churches have been planted in far worse situations than this, uh, in, in throughout the history of Christianity, throughout uh, you know the growth of the church, and so uh, you know we, we're we, this is our mission field. This is what we're called to. We're called to a rising generation that not only has all the problems that the rising generations have had to deal with previously, but also has to think about global pandemics as as part of the matrix through which they live life. And make decisions, and uh, that's what we're called to, and, and that's where we're going to be. So, I actually just thought about this. Have we actually told our podcast listeners where the plant is? I don't think they know that. Oh, I don't think we've ever. So, podcast listeners, <laughs> we've ever actually said the location. Under. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> uh, special breaking news from Arise. Uh, we will be planting, uh, launching, I should say, in uh, the greater Fenton area. Fenton is a southwest suburb of St. Louis, part of the St. Louis metro area. It's a uh, crossroads for a couple of major highways and uh, kind of a, a really great up-and-coming area. And uh, we are excited to be partnering with Regal Cinemas. Uh, and, and planting it in the Regal Cinema at Gravway Bluffs. And uh, just super excited to be in there and uh, to partner with uh, this great organization that uh, actually does a lot of work with church plants around the country. Yeah. And so uh, we're just we're super excited that uh, 
we get to work with them and that we get to be in this community where there there are some fantastic amazing churches I've, I've been able i've been privileged to meet with some of the pastors in the greater fenton area and just talk to them about what god's doing in the community and in their church um, but as is true for almost every community throughout the united states there are a lot of people who live in the st louis metro area who live in the greater fenton area who aren't in church on a sunday and don't have a relationship with jesus and so we're excited to to be planting there and uh seeing what god has in store for us in fenton yeah yeah, excited about that. You know, we've kind of been chasing that lead for a while, so glad that it actually got got done and that it actually worked out. You know, I was feeling really, you know, God leading us there, so I'm glad I'm glad it worked out. Um, before we wrap up, I wanted to uh, say something. So, a friend of mine who is graduating high school this year, he was telling me. I think so. This is like when it first was going on, and they were sending them home. I think they either sent a letter in the mail or like sent them home with something. And it pretty much said, you know, a lot of you guys were born in 2001 yes. when we were dealing with, you know, the terrorist attacks and you guys were born into that. And now you're graduating with this huge pandemic of this virus. And, you know, it's kind of just saying like, you know, we're built for this, you know, like we got to stick together and, you know, you, you started with something and you're going to like, you know, like, we will be fine. Like we can make it like, yeah. And when he told me that, I was like, man, that's was really like powerful to me. Like really like, you know, that that's so true. Like sometimes you're born into things and you know, just life continues and you just gotta, you know, obviously there, there are going to be some good and some bad, but you know, we just have to stick together and, and kind of figure it out. That's right. I mean, this is, <clears throat> this is exactly the benefit of the community of the church, right? We're not alone. No matter what happens to us, we have God who is in control, uh, and we're going through this together. And yeah, uh, this year's high school seniors, I mean, by whatever freak historical coincidence that happens to be, right? I mean, that's just, that's, that's weird to me. Uh, it's, it's also one of those things where it's uh, a realization that I'm getting old because high school seniors were, you know, born right around 9-11, but, uh yeah, I mean we there is this is the value of community. This is the, the value of togetherness. God has made us not to be alone, but to be in community, and uh it's important for us to stick together in, in moments like this and in, in times like this and to continue to love and support one another, which is why uh at rooftop and at Arise, if if you're in the community and you need help with anything, we uh have resources available to yes. you. Uh, if you go to our website, arisestl.com or rooftop.org, there's a card on the front page uh, that you can click. If you need assistance with anything, if you need financial help, if you need uh, help uh, you know, getting groceries or medication, or you just need someone to talk to, we would love to be here for you. Love uh, to help you in any way that we can. We want to we want to serve you um, and, and serve our community, whether you're a part of our churches or you're not. Yeah. Uh, no matter who you are, where you're at, uh, we would love to do what we can to help you through this time. So I would l- encourage you to to check out those those websites if you're if you're in need of help. For sure, Jacob. I appreciate you talking to me, man. Appreciate you, Roger. Thanks so much. Stay safe. For stay sure. healthy. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, any if you guys want to reach out to us on social media, we're at Arise Church STL. That's on Instagram. 
Facebook and Twitter. Um, you can check out the podcast on any podcast platform, Spotify, Apple, obviously the big ones, but you know, we're right down the line. So, uh, really appreciate you guys. Um, just stay safe. Uh, you know, if you need help, ask for help, you know, like, like, like we were saying, you know, we're all in this together. So if you need help, ask for help. If you need to call someone and talk, just call someone and talk. I mean, we've, we've had people randomly FaceTime us just because they just need some interaction. Like, yep. that's fine, you know. So just just stay safe, you know. Do do what you know we're supposed to do. Wash your hands and, and practice social distancing. But, you know, just, just, just know that there are still people here. So thanks for listening to the Rise Podcast.